Axis Mundi. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi. I am Associate Professor of Religious Studies at Skidmore College. And we have a special announcement. We are going to be starting a, a weekly video version of Straight White American Jesus that will be posted on YouTube and the audio file will uh, be uploaded just like normal uh, to our feed on uh, Podomatic. And you can find that on Apple and Google and Stitcher and everywhere else you find your podcast. Our video show will uh, include kind of a weekly roundup of stories about religion and politics with a focus on the religious right. You'll see me, you'll see Dan, we'll have special guests, and so be on the look for that in the coming weeks. As always, if you'd like to support us, you can find us on Patreon, you can uh, communicate with us on the Facebook page and uh, via email. You can find me on Twitter, at Bradley Onishi. And if you would like to advertise on the show, please uh, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or over email, bonishi at skidmore.edu. With all of that out of the way, we now turn to my interview with Robert P. Jones, who is the CEO of PRRI and the author of The End of White Christian America. I am absolutely thrilled to be joined today by uh, Robert P. Jones, who is the CEO of PRRI and also the author of of the End of White Christian America, and the author of a forthcoming work, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute, White Too Long. And so um, I know you're very busy, Robert. Thanks for joining me. I'm happy to be here. I want to get, today's January 6, 2020. I want to talk about what's happening with um, Iran and the U.S. and evangelicals and all that stuff. Before we get there, I'd like to just sort of contextualize some of your work for our audience. Um, your book came out. I, I actually taught your book as soon as it came out at spring semester 2017, My Religion and Politics. Oh, thank you. And uh, the students loved it. We had great discussions uh, surrounding uh, white evangelical America. And one of the things you say there is um, there are huge demographic changes happening uh, with this voting block and with this, this part of the U.S. population. Um, I know you've talked about this endlessly, but you know, for those listeners who are just not familiar with some of those statistics, what, what's happening yeah. with white evangelicals? Like, what's been so significant over the last decade? Yeah, well, the last decade has been absolutely critical. Um, you know, prior to that, um, white evangelicals were kind of an exception to the broader declines that were happening at, among white Christians in the country. So, white Catholics had been declining. White mainline Protestants, that group of kind of more progressive and more Northeastern-based um, uh, white Protestants had also been declining, but white evangelicals had not. Uh, but in the last 10 years, that changed. Um, so just to give you a sense of it, um, you know, we, we rewind the clock uh, 10 years ago, white evangelical Protestants are a little more than 20%, 21% of the population. Um, and our latest uh, numbers have them down to 15. Um, so a drop of six percentage points over the last uh, 10 years. And that's absolutely new. Um, and to kind of take it down, you know, to the denominational level, I grew up Southern Baptist. Um, it's the largest, as you know, um, uh, evangelical denomination. It's actually the largest Protestant denomination of all um, in the country. Uh, and their numbers show, the internal numbers show the same thing. They've lost more than a million members in the last, in the last decade. With all of that, I mean, I know we have new Pew data on this as well. And I know we have new studies coming out all the time from PRRI that are supporting everything you're saying there. 
you know, you wrote in the Atlantic that white evangelical Protestants, as you mentioned, went all the way from in the, the, the mid 20s down to 15 percent. However, I think for many of our listeners, uh, both those who are ex-evangelicals, those who are maybe mainline Protestants or Catholics who uh, just wonder if the religious left is ever going to get some of the media attention that their counterparts on the religious right get. And even those who are just non-religious folks who wonder this question, why every time there's a political decision in this country, do we have to consult white evangelicals? I guess what I'm getting at, Robert, is yeah. you're talking about 15% of the population, and yet it's it feels like they have a much bigger share of the power and the attention. Is that true? Well, yeah, it, it is true. But and, and one of the reasons why it is true is because of the way of our um, political um, parties are structured. You know, so we, um, I think, I think, unfortunately, only have two political parties um, uh, in this country, and white evangelicals really since the mid-1960s, after the civil rights movement, um, really became um, a overwhelmingly Republican constituency. It took a little bit of time, but by Reagan, by the Reagan years, um, white evangelicals have moved almost entirely inside the Republican Party. Um, so, you know, while they only make up 15% of the population, they make up twice that amount among Republicans. They make up about a third of Republicans. Um, so they're heavily, um, you know, they're overrepresented on one side of politics. So that's a big base, um, you know, of one political party. So, and particularly when that political party is in charge, as it is now in both the White House and in the Senate, um, that group holds an enormous amount of clout, despite their dwindling numbers. Yeah, it certainly feels like it. Um, and it, it, it's amazing to see the numbers when you realize they're at about 15% now. And yet it just seems, I mean, we just had the evangelicals for Trump rally um, last, you know, the end of last week. And it really yeah. just does feel like they're everywhere. Um, and, and I think many people are surprised to realize uh, how few of them are in the country. With that said, you have written and, and you have data that shows that the 2024 election is going to be much different than say the 2016 and even 2020. So why does 2024 look different than, than, than either of uh, the 2016 or 2020 national elections? Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, You'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 